Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa Wayne, and with me this week is Boncat. How are you doing? Hey, doing well, Lexa. How are you? Doing good. You are the start of uh, a run of players that I first met in person at our Mox Boarding House Bellevue tournament that we did. Nifty. One of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> um, the commentary was great. The uh, the playing, not so much. Um, I I think that was like the, I like my worst two games of Marvel Crisis Protocol like ever. I was just horrified at myself. Like I don't think I've ever actually quit anything. Like, but I was like done that day. I was like already done. And then to have like you know my best friend go and win it all, it was like. Uh, it was actually, I, I made a lot of a thing about it on the commentary, but honestly, a super stoked for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So it made up for it. Yeah, I know. And it was a really cool list. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the versatile strategy of Ender's thing that he's got worked out is, uh, it's really sensible and, and viable. Um, and I played against it a bunch coming into it and, uh, you know, honestly, it's, it's when you can have people that are able to play off of Steve's superpowers and uh, Sam's pretty pretty viably uh, in a Bucky and a, and a Venom uh, with the you know the reactives, and then you know it's cool. You're dazing me. I'm moving in with a Venom, and now I'm within range for you know so many snacks or all these other things, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's a very cool list, and it it. You know, you you can bring it and use it in a way that doesn't require you to bring maybe Avengers Assemble, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can get all of the movement from starting out with Steve uh, that you'd ever want, uh, you know, including access to uh, Falcon's kind of little, I call it like a drag off more than a drop off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he tries to pick the model up and like drags him in the dirt, you know, and then you like place him at range too. It's like... It's not quite a drop off, but he tried. I mean, he doesn't have super strength. Give the guy a break, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a very very cool list. Mm-hmm. Um, just a just a lot of fun. I, I I was surprised that more people didn't give it more of a shot, you know, especially after uh, Omnis was in love with it, you know. Um, yeah, and they had a really good episode to kind of talk about it. Yes, but then new shiny came out, so you know how that goes. Yeah, um, I don't, I still think that 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 strategy is literally versatile strategy. I think it's still uh, the new shiny. I think it, I think some people need to give it a shot. Uh, It's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Well, so you also have to remember that the weekend we did um, that event was the original intended weekend for Mini Stravaganza. Yep. Uh, (laughs) So they showed off a bunch of models and stuff. Yeah. And so everyone got a little, and then it was like a week or two later when Standard came out. Uh, yeah, I call that a D-Day. Uh, it's <laughs> the second, uh, second D-Day in June. Um, a day that will, uh, will, will lie in infamy for, for my history for some time. I, that's Standard Bomb. Um, I'm still recovering from it. Um. But I, I think it's a good thing. We were kind of talking about it a little bit before the cast, and um, I was abusing it. Uh, and to, uh, I have to play a lot more honestly now. 
and honestly, I love it. Uh, I really do. I think it's 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 narrowed the playing field a bunch for a lot of the affiliations, especially yeah. in the uh, in attrition. Um, it's really really narrowed things down. Whereas in the past, you had like a Guardians, you know, wide attrition or kind of wide attrition, you know, five to six wide. Uh, that could use it to activate late and pump in some more damage and get it in another days, or uh, the way Web Warriors could do it, except on the flip side, you know, you use that field dressing, and now you're scoring a VP with it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, instead of going for a daze. So those are the two teams that I think were probably the most affected by that, uh, that swap out. Yeah, and Guardian, specifically Ronin, have it as an in-affiliation character, really loved that field dressing. Yeah, um, you know, anytime you can get him access to Cree Justice just like once more, right, uh, is is a good time. Um, I, you know, uh, you're kind of a fan of the, of the misfit characters, right? So, uh, I yeah. I would, yeah, Ronan is is got a place in my heart these days. He he is having seen what Omnis does with him in X Men list. I am scared of him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've actually, I played my, yeah, so, you know, you might, you might know this, but I've, I've played like most, almost all of my time in these games on TTS and it's, mm -hmm. it's just been Guardians. Uh, you know, I started back in November and I've just grinded out tons of matches. Uh, and I've probably, you know, since I started like back in the, you know, late fall last year, like. I've probably gotten in like about 250 games with Guardians, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and Ronan was around for like my first like 20 to 30, and then I just rotated him out, right? Mm -hmm. And he had great synergy with Ghost Rider, but, you know, unless I was on like a C or an E, like I just felt like he didn't have like a ton of value, um, you know? And with Malekith coming out, you know, everybody's trying to figure out, like, okay, what's the tech piece, or what's the tech that I need for this thing? Like, what are the status effects? Well, everybody wants to do stagger, and I was, like, talking to Dizzard, uh, because he is... He's gone on to another level of awful uh, in love with that monstrosity Liger thing. And, uh... <laughs> I, I honestly... I love the guy. He's, he's, a, he's an alright dude for an army guy, but, mm -hmm. uh... Um, but my goodness, is he gone head over heels for the lagger? And I gotta say that, uh, I had asked him, I was like, all right, there's gotta be ways to deal with this guy instead of just complaining. And, you know, I was, we got into some DMs and kind of dojo up something. It was Ronan. Yeah. Uh, Ronan has been, uh, added back into my list. I've gotten a few games with him against Malekith. Uh, you get the opportunity to deploy him a little bit later and then go, you know, bash the shit out of the lagger a little bit. And if he doesn't, you know, you just line him up directly across and then just challenge him to come up and, and murder you, basically. So, uh, you know, it's a pretty good time right there. And if he doesn't take the bait, well, then you just spend the entire game chasing around and trying to hit him with your wild triggers. So. Well, so the thing I have seen Omnis do on multiple occasions is when the accuser trigger comes up uh, and Ronis is holding an extract, he will walk backwards till he's at the edge of range, uh, just within range four, do a universal weapon on the target for the wild push to push them out, and then drop the extract and have the extract way safe um, so one of his other characters can come up and pick it up. 
How do you drop an extract? Well, no, uh, when the accuser trigger happens. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 sorry, I was like, wait a minute, that was, yeah, yeah, the accuser. So, yeah, he gets to advance off of that, and it's omnidirectional, and then can make an attack of his choice, so, yeah, uh, that is, that is cool, um, that actually fits really well with X-Men. Yeah. Um, because the way that they play in kind of little teams and units and stuff like that, there would always be somebody around, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's a cool idea, actually. It is so annoying. <laughs> Because you also yeah. just get shocked off of that, too, and that yep. is annoying. Shock is such a condition. <laughs> it is It is a fantastic condition, and it's it's all the more reason why he's just good tech into uh, the Liger, right? Oh, yeah. Shock, um, size for throw, and stun and stagger, all the things you need to take care of a Liger. Well, he doesn't, uh, he's immune to stun, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you, you know, the control, you can throw him. Um, people are like, well, you don't get that very reliably. It's, it's 53%. Yeah. I mean, that, is, that seems, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I would call that like reliable. I think you'd probably want to be above 60 for me to call something reliable, but uh, 50 per, uh, 53%, you know, wild trigger is pretty good. Well, uh, and you also have winging it tokens for when you need it to be reliable. Well, not against Malekith. But, oh right, Malakath is stupid. Um, and that's again, that's a huge reason why Ronan exists there. But I, I, I think that he does have game on uh, C and you know uh, any E shapes. So mm-hmm. uh, he's got a really great synergy with Ghost Rider. Like those two yeah. are really fun to play next to each other. Mm-hmm. So, but now I must ask you, uh, um. To talk, uh, we've we've kind of been chatting, but can you talk a little bit about yourself in the community? Yeah, yeah. So, um, sorry, I've I've listened to a few episodes to kind of get uh, prepped for this, and we seem to be big on tangents, right? So I was like, hundred yeah, percent down with the tangent. Want some tangents? Let's go. I will give you tangents, right? Uh, no, yeah. So, like I kind of mentioned earlier. Um, you know, I started playing this. Uh, I was introduced to the game by a really good friend of mine. Uh, his name's Blair Bunky. Um, he was a, a really solid X-Wing player, um, and he'd played that for years um, and tried to get me into it. I, I I played a game. I hit an asteroid once, and I just hated it. Uh, I hated it. I was like, what do you mean I hit the asteroid? Like, this is like... Uh, how does a fighter jet run into an asteroid? Like, what are we doing? Like, like, come on. Like, I don't get some sort of auto evade here. Nah, it was just terrible, right? So I couldn't do it. Um, he's like, hey, you should try this game out, right? And uh, we played a, a match on TTS, and boy, I really fell in love with it. So um, started playing a lot. He and I back in November, uh, he introduced me to some folks in the, uh, the community that he knew from X-Wing and, uh, yeah, I played my, my first, my first non Blair opponent was actually Morgan Reed. Uh, <laughs> so, um, that, that was eye opening. Um, yeah, and, just throwing uh, you in the deep end there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I knew this guy from X-Wing. He's a pretty solid player. I was like, Oh really? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, he, he won, like, the previous, like, season of, like, this TTS league and, like, tournament, and it's like, that sounds like he's more than solid to me. That's, like, world champion status, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, they don't really have an official world championship. I was like, well, okay. 
like go and play and uh that was my first time getting uh deceptioned and all this fun other stuff but uh mm-hmm. um morgan was like a, a really gracious uh person gave me some really good advice um and a lot of real positive encouragement uh and I just ran with it, you know. I I was banging out three to four games a night on on TTS six seven days a week uh, for months on end, getting ready to come into season seven, and uh, you know ended up making cuts in season seven. I went uh, you know six and zero with Guardians of the Galaxy, tabled three people, um, and uh, went zero and two with Black Order because I'm a horrible Black Order player. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so, you know, just got to know the online community pretty well. Um, I've started doing some uh, streaming. I had an opportunity, like, uh, you know, we've we've done some commentary and yep. some, some casting before, right? And uh, it's something that I really, really fell in love with. So uh, I try to have tried to, you know, create a platform that puts more live commentary out there of games. And I didn't just want to just do, like, premium games of, like, people who I guess are like quote unquote names. Like mm-hmm. I want to try to, do, wanted to try to find like more interesting matchups than anything like defenders versus convocation or, you know, uh, you know, spider foes versus web warriors or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it could be. Right. Like I don't, you know, Lord knows nobody hates watching, you know, guardians versus brotherhood more than me, uh, <laughs> let alone playing it. Right. So uh, it was really about finding the cool matchups um and then rotating commentary and uh that's been real fun i've got a upcoming project with uh will from house party podcast uh that um i think is is really going to be uh unique um essentially we're going to be doing stuff through his uh uh, the house party podcast youtube channel um i don't think we've come up with a name for it but essentially uh what we're going to be doing is uh playing games on uh tabletop simulator and we're going to be recording these and essentially in the game, you know, we're going to be talking about every single decision point, Mm. like in depth, like every single thing. So like, you know, a a game is going to be broken out into like three parts. Uh, So you're going to have your turn zero and turn one. It's probably going to be like a a one hour episode, right? To where it's like, okay, uh, this guy's got convocation, um, you know, I'm worried about strange. I don't want to maybe go, uh, in here with a maw. I just don't think I'm going to get any damage in. Of course, he's not really going to be able to hit or hurt me, but at the end of the day, I'm an attrition list. Mm-hmm. So I think we go a little bit more energy here. Right. And so this is why I'm going to select this roster. This is why this person's here. This is why this tactics card's chosen, you know, mm-hmm. and then your opponent does the exact same thing. And it's like, this is why I deploy my model here. This is why I deploy my model here. Right. Here's what matchups I'm trying to create, uh, you know, and then turn one, you know, this is why I'm going after this extract hard, or this is why I'm going after these secure points hard, and just really, really, really trying to put you in the mind of players that uh, are kind of, I don't want to maybe say like the word expert, because I feel like that's a bit pretentious, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like Will's got a lot of convocation reps, I've you know, got hundreds of Guardians games. And, you know, I feel like at least in in the realm of Guardians and the few other affiliations, like I kind of know how they want to play. And, you know, after 
a couple hundred games have enough reps in to figure out how I want to create matchups, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that would be a really valuable thing, like to be able to to be inside that person's mind, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want, if you want, I that sounds fascinating, um, and I'm yeah. very happy that type of project is upcoming. And if you want some other weirder stuff in the mix to try and face up against, I I am always available. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the other thing. And I'm really glad that you volunteered that because um, in the same way that, you know, you try to rotate with your hosts and uh, that's yeah. another thing that, that Will does really cool over at House Party. Mm -hmm. um, and something that I've done with, you know, the commentary that I do on the stream matches over at the Barncast. Uh, <laughs> Hyper Viper actually told me to go with that name and I was like, yeah, that's that's actually pretty good. We're going yeah. with that. Yeah, the I was just Barncast, about to... so. I was just about to compliment that, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was uh, Hyper Viper, and I, I want to say Quag or uh, Craig, uh, that it came up with that. Um, and uh, and anyhow, um, so we try to rotate, you know, uh, guests on that. But I, I really want to be able to rotate in, like, people that are good at things that I'm not, mm -hmm. right? So... Um, through his cast, you know, his podcast, he's going to be trying to reach out to people like, okay, you know, we just finished this series on Guardians versus Convocation. What is it that you guys want to see? You know, Sam Avengers versus uh, Malekith, you know, Cabal, right? <laughs> like, what is it, folks? And and to let uh, let people kind of decide what they want to see. And like, you know, I, I'm not somebody that would fancy myself like a, a very good Sam Avengers player, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I know people that are right. Yeah. And if we could get them to kind of do the series and, and jump on there with Will or I, uh, boy, that'd be really cool. Like I could probably play some pretty okay, like Malekith Cabal. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm a good Sam Avengers player. Like, I don't think uh, I'm a good web warriors player. Um, but I get them. <laughs> now. And, and this would also be a good chance for me to showcase some of the, weirder things I have going. Because um, mm. it's like, I have my Amazing Spider-Man list that who knows how to play against Amazing Spider-Man, really? <laughs> you don't just see him anywhere. I, I don't know how that even works because like all I hear about people with Web Warriors doing is complaining about power. Mm -hmm. And with that costing power, I it's always made me really skeptical. So... Uh, um, he can do a bunch of stuff, mostly because slow is secretly a lot better than you think it is. Oh, it is, especially with the Web Warriors team that wants to be focused on how quickly I can run to a board edge and hide. Well, uh, well, also, it's, uh, most people forget that slow affects any time you advance. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. not, uh, unlike, uh, say, Creep Power Core, which only makes your movement speed slow. Correct, yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't affect placements. Um, there are still some, uh, some fools that can get around pretty well, but, uh, slow on a ghost rider is, uh, is a bad time. If you're the ghost rider, uh -huh. uh, you're having a bad day. Uh, at that point, it's just like, okay, somebody please come daze me. Like, uh, <laughs> hell on wheels is not nearly as fun right now. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like black dwarf <laughs> with a charge. Like, I mean, what are we doing here? So, uh -huh. and then I also have uh my 
infamous, I will call it, uh, Death and Taxes list. Yeah, I think I've played against that before. Which is, has only gotten better since uh, Rogue came out, so we have another Power Drain character. See, my, my TTS, or well, I guess like my, my current uh, IRL roster and all that other stuff, like is has a small element to that. Um, it's not it's not quite turned up to 100, but yeah. uh, I, I do run a little bit of that myself between uh, uh, Rogue, Ghost Rider, Ma, Groot, uh, and then the status effects from Ant-Man and uh, Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And Rogue, uh, who's... I think I might have mentioned that, but yeah. Yeah. Rogue is great. A, oh, jeez. I... So the, the Danger Room guys, they did this tier listing, and I was like... I I I looked at the the quote unquote A tier or whatever didn't see a rogue on it and it was just like all right none of the rest of this matters like it's invalidated for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she is one of the best generalist models uh, in the game. I I don't know an affiliation that she is bad in. Mm-hmm. Like I think she is every bit as good, uh, if not better than like a Black Panther. Or uh, I, I think she's better than Vision, mm. um, personally, um, in the right s- situations and circumstances as well. But mm-hmm. man, uh, yeah, she's freaking amaze balls, like mm-hmm. just awesome. So yes, uh, <laughs> but back on track a little bit. Uh, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Oh, that would have to be my dude, Cosmo, Alexa. That's, I mean, look, Guardians player, all that other, you know, fizzazz or whatever, but uh, having access to some mystic attacks in that particular roster is is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big reason why, you know, uh, I had stumbled into Space Maw oh, so many months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think that Cosmo has the potential to give him a second leadership as if they needed more flexibility. Um, you know, but I could see him coming in as like a, a four or a five threat, uh, potentially. Yeah. And, you know, what he could offer the game, oh, I just think it would be freaking awesome. Uh, and, and not to mention that, I just think it would look cool if he was just sitting there in his little cosmonaut, little... Little jumpsuit, you know, mm-hmm. got a little helmet on and a bunch of like uh, uh, weird terrain, you know, bones or something floating around him and stuff like that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, on the like, could bring mystic attacks to uh, Guardians, uh, Moon Dragon is one I want to see at some point. Yeah, I'm not super familiar, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I've heard the name. Um, yeah. There could be another argument for like an Adam Warlock too, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. He's kind of a big deal. So. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, and then uh, we mentioned him before. But what character did you bring for us to talk about today? Ant Man. Ant Man. I am I'm all about Ant Man. <laughs> Ant Man. Uh, I've. I can't even help myself. Like I, I play in games. You know, and get going. I, I he has basically been like ever since I plugged him in when I had to drop my boy Hawkeye um off of my quote unquote competitive list. Um 
he's been damn near the team MVP every single time he's been on the board. It's freaking Ant-Man! Ant-Man! Just, like, smashing uppercuts, zipping around the board, flipping pay to flips. Uh, uh, he's mm-hmm. been absolutely fantastic for me. Yes. Uh, I love him. So, um, as with usual, we will not be doing him in Avengers because he is affiliated there. And then we have covered Ant-Man one time before, all the way back in episode, what did I say? Episode 32. Over a year ago, almost exactly, we are revisiting this guy. And back then, we did him in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, we will not be doing him there. Which I know has made Boncat very sad. I was like, well, that's where I use my Ant-Man. Like, uh, so I want to know whoever this genius is that came up with that idea. Because uh, uh, they're on him. something. Yeah. You've met him, because it was Brett who ran the stream. Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's it's he's very good there. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, uh-huh. my guardians list has got a couple of themes for it, like you know, um, but one of them is is punishing you know, turn one opponent point scoring, mm-hmm. uh, and trying to get the attrition dialed up really early. Um, and with you know, models like Ma and uh, Space Ma and Ant Man. You can really put a hurting on people, you know. That's that's eighteen dice going into people that come up to a midline, or mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's some pretty horrifying stuff that he can do. Yeah, but sadly, we will not be looking at him there this week. So, are there any affiliations that jump out to you for Ant Man other than the two we mentioned earlier? Oh yeah, um, I I think that there is a second equally good home. Uh, that can be probably better than Guardians. Um, it's just, you know, they kind of specialize in scoring points. Or killing people that are scoring points. So I'll give you a hint there. We're going to go Criminal Syndicate. Uh, I yeah. think that's a, a huge one for him. Yeah. Uh, under I... Kingpin and Shadowland. Yeah, that flexibility, I think he works well on both sides of that, especially because, like, when you bring Kingpin... And Ant-Man on a Gamma, you your opponent really has to pay attention. 100%. And not only that, but a 7-dice beam uh, with re-rolls. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, I'll take that. And not only that, but Ant-Man can actually pay to just pass an extract onto a teammate. Yeah, before transforming. Rather than just dropping it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. So uh, it gives you almost all of like the best parts of Ant-Man and, and just really shores him up. So yeah. uh, I, I think that is uh premier uh, Ant-Man territory. If I can't give him uh re-rolls on his ant sized uppercut, mm-hmm. well, at least two re-rolls on it at yeah. once. So um, one of the places I want to bring up, because it's the place I have played him and I've really enjoyed him, but it's not good. Um, and that is Cyclops X-Men. I know you're going to say that. You always, I've listened to a couple episodes to get ready for this, and it's like, let's see if we can try to plug something into Cyclops X-Men. It's like, just because somebody has a spender doesn't mean you have to put them in Cyclops X-Men, Lexa. Okay? I, I understand that. It's also just been, <laughs> I, I was on a run there where I was playing Cyclops X-Men at local, so it's like yeah. I was thinking everybody in relative to that. But he also has such a great spender. 
He really does. And, you know, honestly, if you can get that thing discounted uh, and you have the right position for it, fire away. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a a nasty spender. I think getting access to it early in the game uh, to get, you know, stun and poison out on several people. Uh, you're gonna have a bad time. I don't. I don't care who you are. Uh, yeah. So maybe unlike some of the other, uh, you know, the Cyclops <laughs> X Men choices I'm alluding to, I actually think this one might be a little bit better. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he is one of the people I have actually played in my Cyclops X Men list, and he is very good in there. Yeah. Uh, I I could actually see it there, but I I don't know. I'm I'm not a Clops guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I'm, I'm <laughs> I think I was actually brought into the uh, the anti mutant coalition <laughs> uh, with that's like Shadow Marvel and uh, and Merzane and Kenny and those guys. Um, so uh, there's like a, a a subset of people because they're like everybody that like these X Men fans are like rabid X Men fans. They're like, man, I sure wish Wolverine was like you know. Uh, like, I wish his, his charge only cost zero, and they gave him long move and an eight-dice builder like what he should have, and then only be a three-threat, because, you know, Wolverine's needs to be better, and, yeah. boy, you know, like, if they only made Storm useful, and it's like, what are you, like, everybody is sitting here, like, all these rabid X-Men people, ah, there's so many of them, and then there's the ones that are, like, on the opposite end of it, where it's like, Oh no, Colossus is amazing. He's one of the best four threats in the game, and it's like objectively, I don't really think that's true. And it's like, oh no, no, Colossus is the man. I, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I am on the Colossus is a B tier four threat. I don't think he's I, A. I, could, I think I he's B. See, I could see that, um, um, but I I value the uh, field leader ability a lot. It's good. It's yeah. it's fine. Right, but then there's the rest of what he's got going on and the lack of power generation, right? And then, like, and then Colossus, like, he doesn't have any displacement, right? All this other stuff, but you, there's like, there is no side of the X Men camp. It's like, they all insist on playing X Men, even if all they want to do is complain about him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's the other side of just like, the X-Men can do absolutely no wrong under any circumstances in their best affiliation ever. There's, like, no middle ground. And, like, I'm not a big comics guy, right? Mm-hmm. But one of my biggest problems with, like, X-Men, and, like, I guess mutants in general, is, like, they have exponential power creep on all their powers. There is no, like, set level with these people. It's like they just keep becoming more and more powerful. Like, I just recently learned that, that like, apparently Iceman is, like, the most powerful mutant in the world right now. Okay, so, uh, clarification on that. Um, there are, they have made a, like, ranking system, and a lot of it is about the versatility of power in, in X-Men. So, Iceman, being one to create and, uh, being able to create and manipulate one of the, like, foundational things within our universe, which is water... Yeah, the, um, the molecules and all that other junk. Like yeah. he had, he is so versatile. He is one of the most versatile people. He's up there with Storm as like on the versatility scale. Yeah, uh, and but that like thus makes him powerful. He essentially went from being like 
the the power level equivalent of a refrigerator at a Home Depot to like now being uh, like more dangerous of a threat to this planet than climate change, right? Like well, you took that <laughs> you joke... can literally like freeze the world now and junk like that. It's like what are we doing? Like he's gonna throw Pluto at me or something? Like what is going on here? That took one semi-scientific writer to look at his power set and go, oh, this is actually really stupid. Let me talk about this. They do that with, like, all of them. <laughs> Not like, all, all of them. All of the mutants go to, like, freakish levels of strength, and it's like, you look at somebody like a rocket, and it's like, okay, you know what he's going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, like, if you get, like, a character like Groot, Right, I know he got really powered up in the comic books because he was able to pick up Mjolnir or Mjolnir. Well, that makes sense because Mjolnir makes people powerful. Well, he was also powerful beforehand because there was the time he was like, there was the times where he was a kaiju too. Well, I mean, he is a colossal fauna, right? But he's also like an alien entity that like is hard to explain, right? Mm-hmm. These mutants, it's like they've gone so far and so many times to try to define it. And it just keeps growing exponentially. There is, like, the power curve on, like, mutants is not a curve at all. It is just an upward spike. (laughs) It is a 90-degree wall with all of them. Uh, I will say there is a dude that prowls around on the discords that has actually made me, like, appreciate Colossus more. He's like a... Uh, not a Colossus, but a Cyclops. Um, I think it's Cody, I want to say. But, uh, yeah, he's one of the really big comic, you know, heads out there. Yeah. He's, like, read them all, and, like, I don't know, Colossus, or Cyclops isn't a douchebag. He's actually a really conscientious guy. He's just really practical. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh-huh. stuff like that. But there's there's another tangent for you, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. So. Well, to go right back into the mutant tank, I think another place for it, man, is Mystique Brotherhood. Yes. Um, yeah, because, ooh, I I hadn't considered that. But yeah, using uh, her leadership to just drop off on all those points while he gets around the board. I mean, provided that he's got power. Mm-hmm. Uh Ooh, that that could be uh that could be pretty good. Well, and the other funny thing you can do is then uh, use his tactics cards, Pim Particle, on Mystique's turn, so they can't brace it. Yeah, or you could just do it the way that I do it: just drain people out with Rogue first, then bash them in the head with the building on Rogue's <laughs> turn. <laughs> That's like okay. So now Rogue is going to throw this building, but she already threw the building. Yeah, yeah, but I'm throwing the building through Pim Particles now, like. Yeah. Oh, that's that's dirty. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Well, like, no, my favorite thing in the world is uh, playing either Ant-Man or Wasp and then Juggernaut and Mystique. And then on Mystique's turn, you do both Do You Know Who I Am and Pim Particles. And just someone dies. I'm sorry, say again. Uh, oh. On when you have both... Uh, Pim Particles and Juggernauts, do you know who I am? And you can do them both on Mystique's turn, on the same turn, and someone just dies. Yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Um, Yeah, I I could actually really see this working out with Ant-Man. I had to kind of, I was in there reading uh, Mystique's card, 
And I I love that on something like uh you know, these C or D shaped non pay to flip secures where he can just visit, quote unquote, probably three of them in a turn if he wanted to. Yeah, he really uh, can. Yeah, easily. Um or even on uh, on a C shape. Um Mm-hmm. You know, you could do some intrusions, pop through a portal once, and then, you know, suffer your damage or whatever, go drop it on that side, zip in to the middle. Yep, and then stand there, because you can only have one hat out at a time, sadly. But, yeah. It's still a really good ability. Um, no, I love it. Um, with Ant-Man, too. That's a, that's a really cool idea. Yes. Not um, quite on, I, I don't know if it's on syndicate levels of, uh... Ant-Man cheesery, but <laughs> it's still that's, fu- that's very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, like like you mentioned, the pin particles and do you know who I am? You know the throw tactics cards on. Uh, Mystique's John. Yeah, no, yeah. that would be. It's got the wheels turning up here now, Lex. I'm telling you, it's not the most disgusting thing I have ever done with a Mystique, which is still a Doom Prophecy Black Panther. Uh, doing Wakanda Forever on Mystique's turn so they can't bodyguard or Heroes for Hire or any of that type of stuff. I still think the grossest thing about Mystique is is what she does to my boy Rocket. Uh, I hate it. Um, Rocket <laughs> Rocket does not deal well with uh, uh, physical rapid fires. And, no. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of her, I'll just say. Um, mm-hmm. It it makes an already bad matchup for me a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think that that's just the grossest thing. It's just, she can just go victimize that poor little bastard. Well, it's it's not as bad as Mr. Winter Soldier can do that from five. Oh. Uh, yeah, but Rocket just bodyguards it on the Groot. Mm. Yeah. And then go ahead. Four on four dice. Do what you gotta do. I mean... Mm-hmm. I've literally had games where I've had Groot just not even make attacks, uh, and all he does is just soak up damage all game uh, yeah. and drop roots and heal, um, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, if he's gonna sit there on a secure point, right, score me a point around, and just get the ever living shit beat out of him, like, I'm pretty much okay with that. It's it's kind of his job, right? So if you want to plink at me with little rapid fires with your winter soldier, you go ahead, but. Mm-hmm. Mystique uh, preventing the pushing it off onto Groot really hurts Rocket. Yeah, that's that's a different story right there. I I see her coming around and I start panicking because uh, <laughs> you know uh, it's she's uh, her her presence on a board like her board presence, right? Yeah. You know, there are just some models in this game that you have to be aware of, right? Mm-hmm. And when she's prowling around out there with deception, uh, and you just have to be really cognizant of her uh, and what you're doing with your models and your placement, uh, she's just one of those ones, those models that just has such a presence on the board. Oh, yeah. Uh, and especially for a three-threat, like... And you would look at her, her stat card, and it's kind of unassuming... Um, but there's, there's some really horrifying things you can get up to with her. Oh, yeah. The power of some of these abilities that just, like, you read it and go, oh, that's cute. And then you start thinking about it going, like, ugh, it is that mutant power creep. It's like, oh, you look at this power, and then you think about it, and it just goes, whoop! 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure she can turn into a T-Rex or something in the in the comics. I don't know. Give she no, I'm just gonna you know uh, uh, change shape and become Galactus. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. It's a mutant, so it's fine. <laughs> well, are there any other places that jump out to you as places you might want to put Ant Man? Yep, yep, there sure are. Uh, Wakanda. Yeah. Yep, I like him in some Wakanda uh, because. Uh, you know, obviously, I think we're going to talk about it a bit, but he's got some play on Gamma. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything, anytime that you can give, like, in my opinion, like, a large dice pool, some dice consistency, you're going to be a lot better off, right? Yeah. Uh, and you, with him having essentially a six-dice builder uh, with the potential to put some re-rolls on it, I mean, I think the Wakanda leadership... And Wakanda, I mean... They don't get a lot of play by a ton of people, but whenever they're played, they're successful. Yeah. And it's because they're freaking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that leadership is really good. Um, and honestly, uh, I, you know, if you've got the power for stuff and you're, and you're not hell-bent on trying to get your beam off all the time, uh, this is a great way to get some amazing dice consistency out of a, out of a big attack. Yeah. And... You know, if it spikes hard enough, like, who cares if I spend a power to, to get an extra hit in there, right? Yep. Um, so, I think he's fantastic in Wakanda for some of the stuff they want to play into. Uh, a last one that I want to chuck in there that's kind of fun mm-hmm. is uh, is Web Warriors. Yeah. He can be a, a, a major pain in the ass when you're trying to kill somebody in Web Warriors. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think he provides uh, amazing uh, sustainability and work on secures uh, that uh, you'd be surprised about his tankiness. Um, like for example, um, just with him, with his, his native reroll, any it's something like a 60% chance that a four dice attack does zero damage. on. Him. Yeah. Uh, and that's the physicals. The energies are not quite as good, but uh, you don't run into any energy rapid fires, right? There's some energy beams, but the rapid fires and the stuff that you're all worried about these days, uh, Ant-Man just, uh-huh. he doesn't care. Uh, unless, and, unless you're facing a weird offenders player, and then I think, yeah, they can get some energy rapid fires in there, and that's terrifying. Well, they can only get off the one, though, because uh, the uh, the thing only applies to the next attack roll. I so. thought it was the attack action. Is it? Well, let's take a look. Because it applies to all parts of a beam. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. My character declares in the family for cheese in Attack type, the attack. Oh, yeah. Target character gains the hand. So yep, it, so you just change the attack type. Yeah. Yep. So But that but that's not a that, so a rapid fire, it's it's a different attack though. So we will need to check anymore. the rules form for rules clarification on this. Because we know it does apply to all instances of a beam well that's because that's the one attack it's the same as uh, an area attack yeah uh, that's a singular attack uh on a rapid fire it says you may perform a follow-up you know yeah. attack right so mm-hmm. they are separate attacks uh oh, yeah. that's the one of the other reasons that i really like ant-man against his rapid fire scum uh, especially punks like bucky is because of his stealth yeah. and when you do your size one transformation right he shoots you once, and all of a sudden you're outside of range three, so even if he gets his trigger, he can't target you again. 
so you can break up rapid fires with him because of the uh the stealth um so he's just uh he's a tricksy little one to uh to have out there yeah for sure um and then the last one i want to bring up um is spider foes doesn't give you consistency but lowers your opponent's consistency which is sometimes what you need definitely um i i kind of want to dabble around with spider foes at at some point um i don't think it's ant-man's best home because I, i i think with something like a spider foes or something like uh uh, maybe not Wakanda's not the best one. Maybe uh, Spider-Foes is probably the best example, but you want to, in order to maximize, you know, the real benefit of the leadership, you want to get, you know, uh, out of activation attacks in, you know, yeah. people like a, like a Venom or a Bucky, uh, you know, with the Got Your Backs or uh, the Fury Senior, who I think is just going to be a menace, uh, oh, by yeah. the way. But, uh, I, I think you kind of want to get those, those out of activation attacks in. Um, Sabretooth is another really great one. Um, those are the sort of Ronin, right? Those are the sort of folks uh, I think that benefit from more. Uh, Ant-Man doesn't really provide that. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't lend itself well to Ant-Man's beam. Um, it's it's great on the ant-sized uppercut if you're going around spamming that, but uh, I, I, think, I think he's got some better homes, personally. Yeah. So, um, we've talked about a lot of places. Where's the one that you want to build around? I think definitely uh, the Criminal Syndicate one. That's uh, mm-hmm. I just think that that has potential, even on both lists, to just be devastating. Yeah, so I'm guessing we're immediately getting both Shadowlands, Daredevil, and Kingpin into this list. Yep, definitely. Who is your next Criminal Syndicate member that jumps out to you? Um... Let's get here into uh, old Cerebro. Um, so we'll get my man made of ants. Mm-hmm. The king made of pins. And old uh, quality daredevil. Uh, I am not as much of an apologist of some of these people as you are, Lexa. So. Yes. Well, I've also, I know there's at least one place you play regular daredevil. Which is in amazing Peter leadership because you want someone who's more mobile than Venom, and you can't play four point Peter, and you need a four point in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I I've heard that people have made the guy work. Mm-hmm. Uh. If if you really go out of your way to make any model work, uh, they will, right? Yeah, there is no unsalvageable um, model in this game. Except for maybe Viper. <laughs> oh, we will have words. Right? I knew uh, I was going to get you with that so, one. <laughs> let, me, let me talk about some hidden tech. Uh, she's actually in some of my Winter God stuff. Because uh, I find Coiled Serpent plus Disruption Field hysterical. Okay. Um, where you have five dice, if you suffer no damage, you deal two back to them, and then you yeah, disruption just, uh, field. Yeah, yeah, and then you disruption field to make to reroll their dice. 
I I was using Dynamo in uh, in Web Warriors. I am all about it. Um, yeah. I also just think long move plus a range to place on a fairly consistent basis because she has some gainers is a very solid extract carrier, especially with stealth. Um, so I think I she will. will... Uh, I will say she might have some game in Hydra. Yeah, I think she's going to have some game in Hydra. Uh but I, I haven't given it enough thought. I. <sighs> I think her attacks are just not where you kind of need them to be. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's so much missing from her that she just feels really bland. Uh, she's very, very squishy. Doesn't hit hard. Uh, I... I mean, the long move is is great, uh, but there are plenty of people that you can take at a three that have a long move. Mm -hmm. That are gonna do you a lot better than her, unfortunately. So I have murdered a surprising number of people with her. Look, I mean, if you want to go out of a way to make somebody work, uh, they all might be able to put in some sort of work. But I'm, I'm not gonna budge on Viper. I'm like, ah, she's. On the other hand, I have recently found secret tech with Sin, so that's been a fun time. I've always kind of looked at her in, in a similar vein, but like, uh, I I I keep thinking that there, I'm missing something. Like she's got some good tactics cards, and yes, uh, I'm a bit of a crossbone apologist. So so this this works for both crossbones and sin, but sin has because of her stat line is better across it across, but more consistent with it. Um, is using to ash and cinder on Peter flips you have flipped. And then walking away and having Tash and Cinder be a deterrent from your opponent trying to flip it back. Yeah. Is solid. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she's got some some alright game. Uh... And also, weirdly, for Mystic Defense, so she actually benefits from books when you play her in Convocation. Yeah, but I mean, it's still only four hit points, and that's... I mean that's that's pretty bad. Uh, I was I do love hitting her on though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was playing her in a convocation li list with the energy peta flips, where being injured, uh, that six health on your injured side actually goes a long way because you don't care about being injured as much on peta flips. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, she she has some play. So yeah. Um. But, well, I mean, a rapid fire is automatic, so yeah. there's that's really the I think the most appealing thing for her. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not as I'm not as maligned on uh, sin as I am Viper. Mm -hmm. um, but though, speaking of a rapid fire person, do we want to get Hood in this list? Hood thousand is, percent. Hood is uh, very good. Uh, he, I was shocked that he wasn't used more. Uh, in last season. Um, and honestly, everyone's like, oh, oh, we can heal. Well, I guess he goes in my list, like, uh, like lately. But I don't even think that that's really like his best parts. Like, if you can manage his matchups really well, let him take like a little bit, you know, like those rapid fire characters into him, take a little bit of damage, flip over, and become extremely hard to kill. Right. Yep. So, um, or just into like some of the the larger, you know, tank type beaters. But man, he can 
he can hit on both sides. It's just, you know, on that possessed side, that that freaking spender is he uh, hits like a Mac truck. <laughs> is is something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I think Hood is is a no brainer here. Um, so that gives us uh, Ant Man, Hood, uh, both the leaders, Kingpin and uh, Shadowland. Uh, I think I'd be remiss if I if I didn't say that we we go and he's almost an auto include in a Shadowlands list, which is Bucky. Fair enough. Uh, he's out of control uh, these days. So there are, there is the common parlance of the rapid fire Shadowlands Daredevil, which I do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also a version of Shadowlands Daredevil. Uh, me and Onus has talked about a couple times, and we're both like, we want Shadowlands to die down a little bit before we get really digging into it. Um, of the series of characters that can both make midline attacks and then get on to the point turn one. Yep. And being much more of a, like, mid-range Shadowlands Devil that rather than a hard attrition Shadowlands Devil. And that would be your, like, Electras and your Cravens and that type of stuff. Or Ant-Man. Yeah, no, Ant-Man fits really well into that scheme, actually. He's like the ultimate, like, get onto the midline or, or yeah. you know, let's go and get onto your opponent's uh, home B point while we're at it, guaranteed. Yeah, uh, yeah I think, uh, yeah, that sounds real fun. Um, I don't know, where do we go from here, though? So we've got, we've got, what, five people now. Yep. Uh, I do think we need to grab a bullseye. Yep. That's uh that's a given. Um mm-hmm. he's very good. Yep. Uh I don't I mean he does ex- he's one of those like uh like toad type two threats, right? That just he does his job and if you put him in a position to do his job, he's great. Yep. Uh you know, well, let's just sit back on this back point. Ooh, looks like you got somebody left on two health over there. Well, don't mind if I do, right? Uh-huh. So uh, it's like, you know, let's go see what happens. Or, oh, look, yeah, you got somebody on one health. Like, yeah, we'll just, let's go put your lizard down real quick for you. Right? Uh, throw a paper clip into his eye or something. I don't know. Like, um, so yeah, bullseye is, uh, is, is, a uh, is a definite. Um, I think, we're pretty good on threes right yeah. now. Uh, I would go up the rank and look at uh, another four, a value four for us, maybe an affiliation. Yeah, and I, I, you know, for me, I'm not actually as lukewarm on this guy as uh, a lot of people are, but I like me some Killmonger. Yeah, I love me some Killmonger. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think he's very good. Yeah. Uh, I don't, well, I don't know about very good. I, I think he's pretty good. If you use him the right ways, uh, he's great. Well, um, I just remember early into Shadowlands Daredevil, I was running Killmonger Carnage as, uh, with my Shadowlands Daredevil and having two mega threats on the board and them only really being able to deal with one of them was amazing. Well, that's, that's really the value in a guy like Killmonger, yeah. in my opinion, is that, you know, he's sort of like uh like somebody that I liken him to is kind of like Gamora, right? Mm-hmm. Except you know, Killmonger is a little bit more 
uh, he's a little bit easier to hit. Um, but, you know, his charge gives him the ability to have a little bit better attack action economy. But these are models that just hit extremely hard. Yep. Uh, and they have a, a board presence about them, right? Yep. And sure, uh, if you really get focus fired, you know, you're going to get torn up. But what I, I really like with Killmonger is, is just going in there and getting real dirty with it uh, as quickly and violently as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you kill that model, then you don't really need to worry about being attacked by it, right? So. Yep. Uh, now, the question is, do we worry about the big brain machine? I, I, man, oh man, Modok is, I gotta tell you, Alexa, he is, oh man, like, I, I I don't think he's bad. I like that he's affiliated, uh, but I, I don't know that he, he fits what it is that I, you know, I want to be doing with my. Mm-hmm. With my world anymore, right? I, I look if we're gonna take a five threat and criminal syndicate uh, to play with Kingpin, I don't, I don't see how you you do that with anybody but Juggernaut, mm. right? Uh, he's just such a good fit under Kingpin. It's not even funny. Um, and you know, with with the criminal syndicate kingpin thing it's just let's get on the point and sit there and like i realize they're both the same size but if one of them gets displaced i know which one can get back <laughs> right if the other one gets displaced uh i don't know that he'll be back for like a round right uh and i just don't know that you know, when a in a world where you want to try to get up on scoring as quickly as possible, that you can afford to have mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Big Brain himself uh, out there. Uh, in my opinion, I, I think that's something that's kind of happened to him, where he's he went from being like the 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 menace of like the early game, right? Mm-hmm. At least uh, so I've been told. To like now, there's just so much tech out there for him mm-hmm. that he. It's it's not that he's bad. It's he just... is still a menace, and he absolutely is. He's now just more deal withable. Hundred percent, and the ability to displace him uh, and kind of take him out of where he wants to be, and if you don't give him the action economy, mm-hmm. it just feels bad, right? Um, so, like I said, if I'm going to go for a five, I'm going jugs uh, now. Enough. Uh, I, I think one of the things you have to kind of consider with these, so I, th- yeah, so I think we're just going to go ahead and add Jugs now. Let's yeah. just get that out of the way because he's just too good and mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> so we get that plugged in. Uh, so I want to bring up an out of affiliation for threat that I think works yeah. in both. We've already got three four threats in here. <laughs> I but I'm also a fourth threat miser and I I just want to bring it up. We don't have oh, to I go like for it. Too. I like him too. Um I think Angel one's really good. Yes. She is um, surprisingly survivable. 
and then... in the in the right teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't man. Uh, she. Uh, it is going to get ripped apart by like an enemy, like you know, Winter Soldier or uh, anybody with these physical rapid fires. I feel like this is the theme of the episode, right? We're just talking about rapid fires, or at least I am. So I have found, um, as long as she can be within that two range, she is getting uh, for her martial artist. She is actually very survivable into rapid fire characters. Um, um yeah i mean it's there's a good chance you're blocking at least one mm-hmm. uh every time it's it's probably probably a better than 50 percent chance she's blocking two yeah. but at the same time you know if i'm putting her in a criminal syndicate list i want her to be up on points contesting stuff right mm-hmm. and i think range characters are are going to be the thing that are going to mess her up the most yeah. Uh, so, and... but you also have to remember she has her Winds of Watum. Which, when you're in Criminal Syndicate, she can be on a point, drag someone else onto the point, and still win the point. Yeah. I. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think she's got some game, but I think we're a little bit loaded on fours. Fair um, enough. I, what I think what we probably need is because uh, like one of the things that I've always kind of struggled with with uh, when you're running a dual affiliated list, right? You know, you or a dual leader have, list. Yeah, yeah, not dual affiliated, but yeah, dual leader uh, list is you're gonna have like especially ones that have like conflicting play styles, like. Not everybody has like these this list of like oh these guys are you know these people are great at doing both mm-hmm. like like Brotherhood for example they've got models that can play either or seamlessly right like uh, and it, it doesn't matter a ton uh, you know you could the same models that you could bring with a Magneto are damn near the same models you can bring with a uh, a Mystique that <laughs> damn near. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, and 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 still be fairly successful, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've you know they've got like a Toad who is great uh, under Mystique, and they've got a Quicksilver, right? But we've loaded up on all these attrition characters so far, and we've mm-hmm. got an Ant Man, and uh, he's going to be fantastic on on the Secures. I think he'll yep. be great under Kingpin and uh, Shadowland. But uh, I do think that we're good on like the shadowlands portion of the list right okay um yeah. we've got the attrition pieces in there uh we've right now the only people that we've got that can play kind of with uh kingpin is juggernaut and ant-man and bullseye mm-hmm. uh and that's unaffiliated so um i am actually kind of a fan of uh, one person in particular uh, that not a lot of other folks are, uh, but I like him. Um, I think uh, I, I, you know I think there's a case for uh, a Taskmaster or a Mysterio here that I am fine with. I I am so down. With, I w- I was expecting you to actually say the word crossbones. <laughs> I, uh, 
I look, uh, I, well, we can probably get this out of the way. I think we, I think we go, man, I'm gonna have to take a look at this here in a second, but I, we, I, at this point we have to go and get affiliated first. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't hate the idea of crossbones, but what I do hate about them is the same thing that can happen to a Modoc. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. In the sense that you displace him once and he becomes functionally useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's like, like another person I'm a big apologist for is like Drax, right? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, all you have to do is just throw him off a point and it's, he's just really slow. And it's like, Drax is slow? Like, he's literally like a medium move on a small base it's like the average speed in the game you want to know who's slow crossbones <laughs> like uh mm-hmm. ah man so i like crossbones um i what do you think? I mean, I it's weird because I'm talking about how slow he is, but I'm like, oh yeah, let's put Mysterio out there, and he's like the slowest character in the game too. I I'm um, definitely on the Taskmaster train here. I really like Taskmaster. I think he's super undervalued right now. Yeah. Um, especially into um, defensive threats, his spender is so good. Yeah, and and part of what I was thinking with like a Taskmaster is. You know, if you want to bring up these brawly, you know, you know, big models or whatever, these with the big old fat bases, uh, this guy, you get these physical defense people up there, it can put in some work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I actually I actually kind of like Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think he gives us a little bit more game on something like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Scoundrels, yeah. um, which is a crisis that I intend to take. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets a little bit of flexibility there. So I, yeah, I think, I think taskmaster might be the go. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and that leaves right. us one spot left in our list. The one coveted spot left. So what do we got so far? We got Kingpin, Shadowland, Daredevil, uh, Ant Man, of course, Hood, Winter Soldier, Bullseye, Killmonger, Juggernaut, and Taskmaster. And it's another one of those situations. So we've got. So our Kingpin list can now run Kingpin, Bullseye, Taskmaster, that's and Juggernaut. That's probably the core there. And that puts us at 14. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so we kind of we're we're trying to play Ant Man as much as possible, just kind of premise of the show. So we oh yeah, get... yeah. No, Ant Man can easily get in there. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think about ways to keep it affiliated. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we could even do uh, let's go seven, ten, uh, and then you could plug in a Killmonger if you needed to. Yeah. Uh, let's see where. So you can actually start going pretty wide with Kingpin as you go up that uh, scale, uh, up the sweat scale. Yeah. Because so, I, I absolutely want to get Ant-Man on and under him under any circumstances, especially for these non-pay-to-flips. Yeah. 
Uh, so, just because of the ability to run in and win the point. So, I think we want a... So, I want to bring up a three threat, who I love dearly, mm. who I think works in both lists, out of a, uh, coming from the out-of-affiliation slot, and I think makes our, the mobility of our 15-threat gamma team really scary. And that is Proxima Midnight. Proxima, yeah. Boy, that, uh... ah, boy, do I want to drop Juggernaut now? <laughs> well, we still have oh, the spot. I'd go with the restricted. Yeah, okay. No, because it's like ah, Corvus, right? And then you know the stealing uh, of priority. Because uh, I've you know Corvus and Proxima, have, I've seen used a great effect mm-hmm. under Kingpin. Oh yeah, uh, and they're fairly tanky, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean I'm already splashing gems in another list that I I do I I think I want access to my tactics cards both of them for once. Yes, so. but I think I think solo Proxima is still so much value in this list, because um, she can long move and then spear throw to get really deep turn one. Yeah, um, um is she. Do you think she's she's got more play than a lizard, though? I mean, if we're going to go out of affiliation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so she really doing more for me than lizard. So my thing with her, the her versus lizard conversation, mm. and some of this is my own uh, biases, but it's with a core of Kingpin Taskmaster Bullseye, I want a lot of mobility out of the rest of my list. Um. And we definitely get that from Ant-Man. But, like, Lizard's not the most mobile. He's very tanky, but he's not the most mobile. He's definitely above average, though. Yeah. There's a medium base yeah. on, a, on a medium move. Mm-hmm. He can get onto a back B point. Mm-hmm. But I it, mean, he, he can get around. Yeah. I, I, I mean, let's be honest here. I mean... It's looking at us right in the face. How do we pass up on Black Cat? Yeah. I know she's really good and all, but, I mean, she is affiliated. Yeah. We give some play on the single extract stuff. Uh, allows us to cheese out and play Legacy Virus. Right? Yeah. Well, I think we would play Legacy Virus anyway. Oh, I, especially now we're adding Black Cat. So <laughs> Kingpin leadership alone is worth playing Legacy Virus. To an unfortunate degree, I agree. Uh, I I used to be somebody that was like, oh, I hate Black Cat. She's so cheap. She's broken. And then I played some more games against her, and it's like another one of those like board presence type characters, mm-hmm. right? Um, but she's manageable. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think she's manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Voodoo is broken, and I hate his guts. Yes. But, uh, but I think Black Cat is is manageable. Like she's definitely like a tier. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. That auto stagger is mm-hmm. pretty freaking stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, she's also good tech with uh, you know the Liger prowling around out there. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah, we can't pass her up. Uh, I mean, it's another three, but uh, she's affiliated. 
Mm-hmm. And if we're going to opt to have a Taskmaster over, say, like a Lizard, uh, which I'm I'm actually okay with. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, Lizard's got that displacement. We're already affiliated three here. Nah, we're going to stick with Tasky. Yeah. We'll, we'll stick with Tasky. I, I think Taskmaster's actually underrated right now. I think he's really good. Yeah. Um, really good is, is pushing it. Uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, what do you, why, why would you, so for me, I think he has amazing play and I'm saying it again. Uh, this might be like my friggin' word of the day, uh, rapid fire. Yep. Uh, so, so he's very good in the rapid fire characters. I also think he's really solid into Hulk. Hmm. Okay. Um, getting to turn off Hulk's defensive rerolls for a eight dice attack. Can put some hood in. Yeah, but he doesn't do those defensive rerolls until he gets like above like twelve damage anyhow. Mm-hmm. But it's in a criminal syndicate squad where we're already playing a killmonger. I think Hulk is at the point now where you need two characters to commit to him, and I think Taskmaster is that great second commit. Yeah. Um. Also, if we're planning on playing, uh. Superpowered Syndicate. Shield throw is great. Yeah. I honest I I actually think so I don't think he's great, great, but I, I think he's very underrated. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I want to you know use him as like a syndicate you know, syndicate or a scoundrels guy, right? Uh there are very few models out that you could put out there that'd be better for it. Yeah. Um just because, okay, you need to get up close to me to to get past my cover. Okay, I got I got blanks now, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it, the lack of the displacement is a little bit concerning, but um, that's kind of what I'm looking at in this list right now that I'm getting a little scared about. Mm-hmm. We don't have very much displacement at all. We've got Kingpin and essentially juggernaut (laughs) so kingpin is a lot of displacement in his kit actually yeah yeah no he's he's fine Mm -hmm. and also secretly also remember that bucky has some displacement on him yeah that's called like i'm scared and get away from me displacement though i don't want to that's not what I like. That all. That's not what I want to be using him for. Well, I have seen people go hydro tactics, hydro tactics, red fear you off the point, hydro tactics, hydro tactics to get back to my point. Yeah, he's. Yeah, that actually could be possible with this list, um, because we have people that operate at so many different ranges. But yeah. Um. Boy, I don't know, Taskmaster. I'm really looking at that lizard right now, and. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just That's I, what it always comes down to. It's a 10 spot, right? It's, yeah. It's, and, and me being mean, me, I err towards the character that gets less play just because I like to see variety on the table. All right. Uh, but that's me sake, being very me. For the sake of this being your gig, right? This being the Lexa thing, old more locking it up. You know what? So uh, let's go with Taskmaster. I I I will go on the record as saying that I think we need more control. Uh, 
I think it's got some play on both of these lists. I have no qualms or questions about how we're going to get damage through if we need to. Uh, but I am worried. Maybe we bring in a versatile strategy with these guys. That was something I was going to suggest. Yep. <laughs> you know what? The, the tactics cards, I, I think we... Uh... Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, we're going versatile strategy now. Who needs displacement if uh, we just score a bunch early and then kill everybody for trying to catch up? Versatile strategy. <laughs> yes. So let, let's talk about our crises, because we've mentioned a couple already. I think we're on uh, Scoundrel, uh, Superpowered uh, Scoundrels from Sinister Syndicate. Yeah, that's, uh, that crisis is just too good for Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, because it gives him everything that he wants mm -hmm. uh, by allowing you to spread the board out and score points. I mean, it's five points up for grabs yep. on every turn. And it gives you cover, so you can't get dogpiled on too much. Uh, and it, it's just... I, that's, I mean, that tactics card, not tactics, but that crisis card feels like it was like built for criminal syndicate kingpin. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's like your auto include with them, in my opinion. And then I think the other auto include is gamma wave. Yeah, I think they're very good on gamma, uh, for sure. I, I think both of these lists have play on gamma. Mm -hmm. uh, I am actually a little bit worried about our ability, uh, you know, but if we're gonna run the versatile strategy, I don't, I don't hate it. Mm -hmm. But you know, with gamma, I do think that you, you're gonna want more control uh, and displacement uh, with most teams. But I think if if the game theory here is correct, if you can get up ahead with a syndicate list right on the kingpin side, mm -hmm. flip over to Daredevil, that has got some play and some viability. So yeah. And then, uh, what what is your third secure out of this? Um, I think, you know, for both these lists, you just want to put as much out there as possible, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but, let's be honest, no pay to flips, please. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me, I would probably go on the side of... Oh, who do we have? Do we have who do we have that's immune to stun? No one. I don't think we got anybody. No, I don't think so. Man, I would have liked to uh, potentially thought about Mayor Fisk here, right? Yeah, um, that could have been a cheap four points. Uh I... we don't have anybody immune to poison. I want to bring up uh one of the lesser thought about. Uh, scenarios. Uh, how do we feel about Cosmic Invasion? Um, at 16, uh, let's see. It's gonna be that or Riots. Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, between Shadowlands, Daredevil, and Ant-Man, and Black Cat, who all have ways to place themselves back onto the point, have a fairly good recovery from getting pushed off the point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they all certainly do. Um, the other thing that I'm thinking about, because we're, we're trying to get Ant-Man rolling here, too, mm -hmm. uh, that is worth mentioning, is he can get onto somebody's home B point yeah. and contest it, 
on turn one and get a hit off on him, and there's nowhere they can hide. You know, on Gamma, he can hit people and contest a point if they place themselves on, like, the front half of the token or uh, further along. Mm-hmm. But if they just play back, he can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, uh, obviously, if you get, like, a savvy player, you know, they're going to try to, you know, avoid that. But it's like, okay, fine, and I'll run up there with somebody else, right? Yeah. But uh, but the other thought would be Infinity Formula, because it's a yep. B-shape. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm very easily conceivable uh, i could see a world with this list where i could potentially score four points on turn one yeah you know uh kingpin and whomever on like the home back point and you could send you know shadowlands and ant-man to go take over the opponent's side Mm -hmm. very true uh and and you'll get an attack off on on the ant-man one yeah and ooh, can you? Oh, and potentially Shadowlands. You might be a bit short on that pursuit because it's only uh, a short rather than a medium. You know what? I've got. Uh, tell you what, I'm gonna pull that up real quick because mm-hmm. uh, that's that's interesting tech. If you uh, if you can make it work, because if that's if that's a thing, I think we're going Infinity, Infinity, Lexa. Or Infinity. Well, and also if you're pay- playing at a non. Uh, 17 point value, and you may still be able to make it work at 17. Juggernaut can walk, yep. push himself, and then punch. John one. Oh, he absolutely can. Um, yeah. Yeah, if we play at some of these higher threats, uh, Juggernaut's just going to be mm-hmm. um, a huge uh, boon. Alright, let's get this lined up real quick. So, one of the things that I like to do here in TTS and uh, one of the things that I've actually been doing is my first thing in content creation was actually writing the uh, the Space Maw article, right? Yes. Uh, over at the uh, Strike Better website. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's put him there. And using the TTS mod, like, I just love getting these measurements out there, right? Um, and, and just seeing where people are going to go and what they're going to do. So... Uh, Obviously, this is a, an auditory medium, so um, right now, I've just put Shadowlands Daredevil on its deployment zone directly across from his home B, and I've used his grunts to go sit on the uh, there, or the opponent home B. Mm-hmm. So I've got a single move there, and yeah, so it's a similar situation to Ant-Man, except a little bit more dire. I mean, somebody's going to have to take a, a model, and they're going to have to be on the very front side. Uh, of that B in order for you to be able to attack him. Okay. And the pursuit, which is a uh, short move, uh, it's, or it places you within one. Yeah, never mind. So, so yeah, uh, if they come up on the, on the front side. Yeah, the pursuit is a short move. Uh, oh, that's right. Never mind. I missed it. I misread it. Yeah, so yeah, it's a short move. So you're yeah. not going to get there. Okay. But still, you can double move over there. Um, if you're playing at higher points value, you have. Yeah, so the double move's not going to get you to it either. That's the uh, that's the difference Actually, between one second. Let me wizard. do that. No, it doesn't get you there. You should be able to just double move to get to a back low. B. Nope, lizard can get there, but not uh, Shadowlands because he's got a small base. Oh yeah, I thought he was on a medium base. No, no, no. It's the grunts that are on the medium. Right, but 
you can get Juggernaut in at 17. So what would that give us? That would give us... Shadowlands, uh, Bullseye, Taskmaster, Ant-Man, Juggernaut. Okay. Uh, or I could do that with uh, with Kingpin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think that would be uh, yeah. that would be Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin Juggernaut. You were saying I was thinking Kingpin and saying Shadowlands because you said Shadowlands recently. It's because I'm thinking about the versatile strategy thing, yeah. and maybe it's not uh, called for on every uh, crisis, but uh, but I still think I'm surprised that more people haven't done that. <laughs> I you know we were talking a little bit earlier about you know uh, success that my buddy Blair had, had with his. Uh, Avengers versatile strategy, and I'm like, I'm surprised more people aren't doing that with CS. Yeah, but maybe it's because CS just got so many freaking good tactics cards. Yeah, they do. Um, Avengers got a little bit less on that front. Yeah. Um, what about our extracts? So I got, I got us in that wonderful, wonderful legacy virus. Yeah, that one's a for sure. Um. Too good for Syndicate. Yeah, Juggernaut could definitely get there. Um, might be able to get an attack off. But, uh, yeah, so I think we'll go with Infinity. Uh, to, to wrap that thought up, I, I do like that. Um, and then we're going to go with the Legacy Virus because uh, we're we're cheap here. Mm-hmm. This is no longer a cute podcast. We're just trying to cheese people uh, with our black cat. No more fun. Uh, just cheese. Um, so, where is it? Deadly Legacy Virus Cured. What other extracts do you look at? I like Montessi. Because I think it's got some real play with with Syndicate on both sides. But I think anytime that you're bringing grunts, that's not a bad one to have around. And it's easy to kind of pass off. Uh, onto people. Um, I think it can give... I used to, you know, like when I've played in my Guardians list, uh, you know, I hate things like Montessi. Like, you would think that you'd like it because it's like, it's low scoring or whatever, but it's like, the last thing I want to do is give Toad a a six dice beam attack, right? So, So, uh, speaking of, uh, I have, we have a shield player in our meta who plays a lot of Montessi because giving the shield agents... A yep. Montessi beam where they get the reroll is disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and and now you factor in like potentially a Shadowland Daredevil, right? Yeah. And if, you know, it just, I think that's got a lot of play anytime that you are running a grunt out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if for no other reason than just being able to get it early. Um, and, you know, potentially. Being able to get it out of there is another thing. Ah, gosh, that's it is the thought. Well, I mean, if it's a C shape, we'll be out there anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a hold on Montessi for a second, because the obvious one to get in with this list, uh, besides Legacy, is one hundred percent hammers. Yeah. Uh, so you know, <laughs> let's get that other obvious one out of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. so we got. Legacy and Hammers, the reason why these guys love Hammers is all those rapid fires. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get two of them on Bucky, and, and pretty much, I think that that's equals an auto win. Uh, 
because he just basically kills everything on the board. Yeah, um, sometimes he gets orbital lasered. Good, good for him. Uh, I I wish uh, you know more people Helios Bucky uh, <laughs> or like you know Voodoo uh, more often, right? Uh, yeah. It, it, Everybody wants to Helios, you know, Hulks and and people like that, but you know, Sometimes people that you really deserve to... it. Yeah. Um, funny, funny story, real quick. Uh, was I was being victimized by uh by my buddy Blair and his Bucky for a long time before everybody was figuring out how good he was, right? Mm-hmm. And I hated him, uh, especially because. It's like he had this like horrifying habit of like averaging like three to three and a half successes per roll. Uh, and I don't know what it was. I'm like, it's a four dice attack. Like, how is this always happening? Like, oh my God. Like, he was just abnormally consistent with the guy. Yeah. Uh, and I was just got tired of it. I took a Ghost Rider, brought uh, Highway to Hell. I Hell on Wheels, Highway to Hell him, you know, on the other side of the board, incinerate him over in a corner with my Ghost Rider and just basically took him to a woodshed. It was, like, the most satisfying moment of just, like, mm-hmm. I don't even care, you know. Um, I think I had heard you curse on this before, but, yeah, yeah. fuck that guy in particular. Uh, type <laughs> of moment in Marvel Crisis Protocol <laughs> where I just literally, like, went out of my way to have Ghost Rider just go, just fucking take this kid out to the woodshed. Yeah. Just, just take him out back there and just beat the brakes off of him and just kill him. Oh, it was satisfying. Um... I was like, oh my god, I literally put this card on my list to do this to one person. And that was Bucky. Like, fuck that guy. Like, I was so tired of his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so do you think, what do you think we do for the third extract? Because we've got the, I, the two obvious ones. I do really like Montessi in this list, especially with yeah. Shadowlands Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, the other option I could see going for us is going because we do have very good reposition back on. T- we we have a lot of good self reposition, so I could see us playing Spider Infected for high point scoring and our ability to self reposition back on points. I also like uh, Spider Infected. Um, I I like it because of the point scoring, um, and I I think it it suits both. Uh, of the leaders. Yep. Um, I, I do like Spider Infected. Let's go with uh, let's go with Spider Infected because yeah. I was thinking about you know Montesi and I was like, well, wait a minute, these are not Fury Grunts. Like I'm gonna have to put Daredevil up there, and then like I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, well, if I'm playing on a C or an F shape anyhow, then I'm gonna have a model up on that middle point. And it won't matter, right? But it's like, yeah, but I might be able to get that book and get it out of there. It's like, eh, probably not. So, <laughs> like, uh, we're not running an Angela or, uh, uh, you know, an amazing, amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So, what do you think for Criminal Syndicate tactic cards? So, we, I've already kind of got the first one out here, and that's Versatile Strategy. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's a really good idea with these guys. Um, I think it can actually help us overcome our lack of control. Yep. Uh, because we'll just we'll just switch over to attrition, um, mm-hmm. and just control people through killing them. Uh, people, I, I think that's an underrated control method, personally. Um, yeah, 
if if you don't have to worry about somebody scoring a point if they're uh, dazed or KO'd, right? So to um, to quote many a Magic players, uh, play of removal is the only removal I need. Right. Uh, gosh, I used to be so good at it too, and then the standard came out and made me play the game fair. <laughs> uh, it was freaking lame, let me tell you. And like, then because it is his episode, I think we need to bring pin particles. It's a yep, good card as well. Auto include. Uh, no, it's it's a fantastic card. This is the true benefit of the standard stuff is like getting stuff like Pim Particles out there and yeah. all these other really cool cards. Um, we've got Juggernaut, so Do obviously you know who I am. That'll be another auto include right off the snippet. Um, Killmonger, he's got another auto include yep, card with him. Usurp the throne. Oh, we're cooking now, Alexa. Which has a fantastic alt art from the Vibranium Heist kits. You know, uh, full disclosure, but I have never played any of the, like, I don't know what you would call them, like, variants? Organized play kits? Yeah, the non-normal way of playing the game. Uh, I have heard some of them are just freaking amazing, and I, I just haven't done it before, so... So, honest to God, we are running Vibranium High at my store on Thursday. Which, that's uh, the Seattle mocks, right? Uh, no, Bellevue mocks. Okay. On Thursday? Yeah. What time do you guys play? Uh, we start, uh, we generally get started around 5.36 and we go late into the night. I, uh... I might have to go over there for no other reason to settle my tab from, uh, from the other month. <laughs> um... And that's on Thursdays, okay. Yeah, um, yeah for no other reason than to just stop by, maybe. Um, yeah, so, alright. Uh, I think we need patch up, 100%. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And... We want to be tanky, so patch up is important. I see... And I don't know, is it is it Bracer and Dominable here? Uh, that was neither of the ones that I... That was not the one I was side-eyeing. Really? I was side-eyeing Sacrifice. Mm. Being able to mid-game throw attacks, uh, a, a big attack that's going on to your healthy character into an injured character, very solid. I don't run a lot of Sacrifice, um, but I don't run a lot of uh, Criminal Syndicate either. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Uh, the theory on that checks out. So yeah. uh, that actually seems pretty appealing to me Mm -hmm. um so yes sacrifice it is now we've got like our our kind of auto include character cards out there Mm -hmm. and so i think now's the time we kind of take a look at some of the affiliation cards yes so Um, there there is one unaffiliated card that i think is very important that i want to bring up all Uh, back no um just because we have a i know we get it from the leadership as well but just having it in our thing for legacy virus turns is mission objective. Yeah. Um you can use it with Ant Man too. Yeah. You can use it uh to Ant Man's reactive transform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though uh I think you'd probably just rather use the criminal syndicate leadership, but <laughs> But sometimes you have now transformed into Shadowlands Daredevil leadership. And then having that being able to be online for later. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that way you can have Ant-Man hold the thing for as long as possible. 
Um, and fourth yeah, okay. an attack out of it. Okay, yeah. I am uh I am for that. Uh I agree. It's, I dig that. Um So we're at seven cards now. I think we have to go with all according to plan. It is just so good. It is. Uh especially under uh Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well we don't well, have the characters for it, I do want to bring up one of my favorite criminal syndicate cards. Uh, which is No Mercy. Um, ally character would daze an enemy character. The ally character may play this card. Character gains three power. Mm-hmm. So, this is hysterical with your frenzy characters. Uh, your Carnages, your X-23s, and your Angelas. Because that power gain happens before their trigger to frenzy. Yeah, because it says wood days. Yeah. Uh huh. So we don't have the characters in it for this list, but I I love this card dearly and need to bring it up every time we're talking about criminal syndicate. Yeah, it's not a, not a bad idea at all. Um, we don't have. Yeah, there's no way to slot that in. Uh, well, that would make sense. Uh. All right. I've never even looked at this bounty hunters card here, so I'm gonna take a gander at this because it's a. It's a Taskmaster card, and, well, we have fucking Taskmasters, so Uh if he's got a tactics card, we're going to take a gander at it. So uh, mark the enemy character with the highest threat value with a bounty token. Dazed or KO'd by the character that played this card during the activation. The character that played this card immediately makes another action after the effect is resolved. The bounty token is... So So it gives you a third action on the turn where you daze or KO this that. And it's free. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, and I th- I think this is a very interesting card. I think this plays well into wide lists where the highest threat may be a four threat. I don't think this is like your use of the throne where you're going after the massive targets with it. Yeah, and I don't know. Taskmaster has enough punch to mm-hmm. to make that reliably work. Yeah, I I think it's a much better Electra card than a Taskmaster card. Yeah, because Electra yep. has the punch. Yeah, if she ever gains power. <laughs> uh, her builder, uh, her basic zero cost attack is actually really scary. Five dice, range three, mystic with a pierce. It's all right. I don't know. I'm not. I know. Uh, I know you like Electra. Just gonna. I don't think she's Viper levels of. Uh, of of sadness. I I I dislike the power gen. Uh, mm-hmm. I you come on. You look at that. You know that spender, right? It's like I want to do this and I want to do it all the time, but I can't. Uh, Which and, you know maybe a good thing for game balance. Yeah, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I gotta, I gotta actually try to test her out a little bit more, so, yeah, um, other than the couple of games that I've had. But so, and and this has been a conversation me and Omnis has been having about how recently they've been designing more characters without a uh, builder. Yeah. To, yeah. To like allow them to do cooler things on the card, but make it so you have to pick and choose what you do rather than 
oh, occasionally you just roll the nuts and then get to do everything. So we need to kind of tamp down what their maximum potential is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, would you say that maybe like one of the last characters that had like that, that kind of, that more or less true builder with a giant pile of superpowers is kind of like Rogue, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. she's just one of those models that seemingly like her activations like never end. Yeah. And if she spikes off on her, on her, you know, her builder, good luck, right? Uh, she's just going to wreck every damn model in the game. Yeah. Um, so Electra obviously is, is a lot more balanced than that. Um, mm-hmm. a little bit more deliberate, but yeah, that's a really good point that you, you're bringing up. Um, about that because you know you give people some some gainers and other stuff and you know if you work your way towards it like there's some pretty fantastic superpowers like dark star and yeah. um, some of the stuff that have come out recently that just looks like awesome but it's like boy i'm gonna have a hard time getting that amount of power but at the same time dark stars you know gainer i guess like that's still a really good freaking attack yeah uh, and it's like, uh, well, like, well, everybody in the community says she's bad. And I'm looking at her, and I'm like, I, is she, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I think she's got some game, right? I, um, I've, I've actually considered her in Guardians lists. Yeah. Um, um, just because of her card, like, in the matchups where your opponent doesn't have any energy attack, which is... A fair bit of the time, the reduction to your energy defense doesn't matter that much, but you have so many energy attacks that reducing your opponent's energy defense is so good. Yep, yep. Uh, Well, for me, it's like, I don't know, chuck her out in Red School Cabal, right? Let's get her some power going or a Magneto Brotherhood, like, uh, or even an A-Force to have power getting pushed over onto her, you know, and it only would take, like, the extra one per round. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would just really set her off. And uh, I'm also, I, I've made no bones about it. Uh, I don't have them in my hands yet because I just haven't been to the game store since Friday because I work the weekends. But as soon as I get them into my hands, I am playing some Winter Guard because they actually make me really excited. <sighs> I want to like Winter Guard, but one of the things that I'm finding after so many Guardians games is like, any time that I go and try to play an affiliation that doesn't have some semblance of dice fixing, I I, I feel like like a like a crack addict, <laughs> like that hasn't had a fix in like twenty four hours. Like so, I, I get like halfway through a game and I'm like, <laughs> I want to reroll something. Like I I just I feel it feels bad. Yeah. Uh, like I I get sick to my stomach. You know? And I ground my teeth on pre-change uh, spider foes, so I'm used to playing without any re-rolls. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> eh, poor, poor goblin. Old gobbo. Uh, I, I mean, I, I had played some games with like the original Guardians, <laughs> uh, and I didn't even bring Star-Lord uh, at all. I just like... No leadership, no Star Lord out there. I was like, he's useless. Like, uh, the leadership useless, right? So, I was trying, and I also played a lot of X Force, right? Um, uh, I still like me some X Force every once in a while, but 
I, I gotta have my dice fixing. I don't even if it's like you, like I've been playing Web Warriors a, a bit lately. Uh, I just I like rerolling things. <laughs> it's, I'm addicted to it. Well, um, the first the first way to fixing your problem is admitting you have one. It, it really is, and so I look at like uh, you know I, I look at Winter Garden. I'm like. I don't know if the dice consistency is going to be what I like. <laughs> it's like the first thing that comes up into my head is like... I think they you know, have... While they don't have re-rolls, they have a lot of defensive tech that means they'll be fairly consistent. Yep. Um, and that's that's the appealing thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, But, yeah. Uh, I think Dynamo is a stud, yeah. uh, for one. And I think um, Red Guardian is also great. Yep, I, he's not flashy at all. Uh, but, but he doesn't need to be. <laughs> he is he is Kirkland brand Captain America. Uh, like For it might not look less. like much. Uh, it, well, exactly. It, it's it costs less, but it might actually be a superior product. <laughs> uh, he's Kirkland. Like I, people have called him Costco Cap. I'm like, no, he's Kirkland brand. They put out quality stuff. Uh, I'm telling you. So that may just be a Pacific Northwest <laughs> reference that other people aren't getting. Lexa Costco is everywhere. Well, Cookland, I thought was was a regional brand. Is that the? Uh, I don't know. Maybe someone have to tell me this. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to Google them things at some point. Is is yeah. so? Is Kirkland like? What do they have at like Costco in New York? Not Kirkland. I've I've just also seen Cookland at a bunch of our local shops, mm. at, at non Costco places. Uh, so I I'm just I thought they were a local brand of like, and you have their local variant wherever. No 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 I think it's a Costco uh, brand, in the same way that like Safeway has like a Safeway Select. Maybe I don't know I. I'm just. Rep- Making wild guesses off of my limited information. You know, maybe somebody will have to tell us. Yes, uh, engagement. Right. So, one of y'all folks out there that's like from Florida or something, uh, some obscure opposite of uh, the northwest corner where Lex and I are uh, habitating out of. Right. Which uh, please rain soon. I miss the rain. Didn't we have like a thunderstorm last week? It was while I was sleeping. Okay. Uh, it was also while I was like in my my COVID haze, so I don't I don't remember a lot about last week. I was like <laughs> stumbling around with a fever and trying Ugh, not to like yeah. go to a hospital. Uh, that was not a good time, by the way. But uh, hey, you know, we'll get back on the other crisis protocol. I don't want to talk about that bummer c word because uh, yeah. that that sucked. Uh, so um, the other criminal syndicate card I want to bring up is cruelty. Yep, that's the bullseye card. I well, love it on Bullseye. Yep. I love it on everybody. I think it's exceptionally good on Bullseye because it gives you three guaranteed damage in a turn. Yep. Um, And, you know, putting three guaranteed damage into people is uh, it's pretty satisfying. Um, and yeah, then, so I, I really like that card. Do we want the monster in the room? Oh, what's that? Follow me. Oh yeah, no, that was the uh, yep. That's automatic because yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's too good on the uh, the Shadowland side of stuff. Oh yeah, and that uh, puts us up to ten cards. This is a this is a good list. Um, 
I, I feel like this is this is for winners right here. This isn't even this isn't even fun. It's not quirky. This yeah. is just uh, this is just good. Mm-hmm. It's just good. So for the people at home, the final list is Ant Man, Shadowlands, Daredevil, Kingpin, Hood, Winter Soldier, Bullseye, Killmonger, Juggernaut, Taskmaster, and Black Cat. For attachment cards, we have Versatile Strategy, Pin Particles, Do You Know Who I Am, Usurp the Throne, Patch Up, Sacrifice, Mission Objective, All According to Plan, Cruelty, and Follow Me. For Secures, we have Sinister Syndicate, Superpowered Syndicate, Form Syndicate, Superpowered Scoundrels, Form Sinister Syndicate, the the big tongue twister of of Crisis cards in this game. Yep. Uh, gamma Wave across, sweeps across Midwest, and Infinity Formula goes missing. Then extracts, we have Deadly Legacy Virus Cured, Field Grips World as Worthy Terrorized Cities, and Spider Infected Invade Manhattan. That is a sexy list, Lexa. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. This is uh, uh this is this is good. Uh, I like the versatile strategy ideas. Um I mean I love Ant Man in both of these guys. And yeah. like it's even better under versatile strategy because you know, if the beam's online later in the game and you switch over to Daredevil, like, how good is that? Yep. So you know, with uh, with this list, we have the ability to let's see. We do Kingpin, Bullseye, uh, probably Taskmaster because that's our, our kind of tanky three there, right? Uh, and then that's where we need to go, Ant Man. So we got. Kingpin, Bullseye, Taskmaster, Ant-Man puts it at 12. Yeah, that gives us a 17 with Juggernaut. Yep. And then if we're playing on Infinity, uh, like you were talking, uh, that's at 17. That's that's four points on turn one. Yeah, that's a real scary possible four points on turn one. I don't even know like how I would say it's not possible. I mean, it's very possible. Uh, unless they want to go and, you know, double up on one point to prevent, you know... I can see a Web Warrior player being able to get one of the points out from under us. Yeah. Um, I I think very most teams th- wouldn't even be wide enough to prevent Kingpin from getting away. And I would. Oh, that's just. Yeah, that's gross. I love it. Okay. Yeah. But you're right, Web Warrior, uh, Guardians, uh, especially on a B, uh, are wide enough, mm-hmm. uh, and tanky enough to be able to kind of put in some work there, but... Well, if, uh, if the Web Warrior player has last activation, they can get Ant-Man off the point with yep. uh, just a web line or something, if they plan it right, so they can sneak a point out that the that you were conducting 1v1. Unless they're bringing advanced R&D, uh, which is tougher to do for them because it's restricted. <laughs> uh, like, that... Their turn one... Um, displacement is just it's not quite as reliable as it once was uh, well you can yeah, all you get... there, there's ghost spider yeah I, ghost I spider say. yeah cause you'll get the automatic from uh, from an impact web and you can do the same thing with full point Peter as I call him bummer Pete <laughs> I still think he's very solid I think he's a three threat and a four threat body I I won't go that far. I think. Uh, he, he, yeah, I bummer Pete. I don't know. 
I think he has these enough stacks of displacement on him that he he he's very much that case of I think if he had only gainers he would be a three threat, but because he has that builder and so much capacity to do a lot in a turn off of his superpowers, because he has both a push and a throw. Yeah. Um, I think he makes it into four threat. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> is he better than Miles? Even is kind of how I look at him. I don't know. Uh, I say, I say yes because he has. Unlike Miles, he has consistent. Like you have to spend indomitable to prevent this ways to move people. And I'm, let me double check a thing on him quickly. Uh, I don't know. Um, but then, then you got to worry about all the Craven players out there. Well, uh, yes. Also... <laughs> and he's the only model in the game that has a tactics card built to screw him over. Uh, <laughs> there are two models, because also Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, but he also... his his You have to remember, his webline is non-size restricted. So he can even get he can even walk up impact webbing for the one power and then webline juggernaut off the point. Yeah, I know. I, uh, he, I think he's better than Daredevil. <laughs> um, well, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, so you know, um. I'm pretty much just all over most of the uh, the fancy discords, and uh, you now I'm uh, in in yours. I think I yep. think I need to get in on the Patreon thing. I, um, but uh, yeah, I'm just Barncat in a bunch of the discords. Um, I'm feeling a lot better. Probably be you know looking for games, right? Uh, so um, you know, feel free to hit me up. Uh, I don't care at me, DM me anytime. You got somebody out there looking for a match. Uh, always more than happy to uh, to go out there and play with folks. Um, you know, the other things that I'm doing, I, like I said, we kind of have that, uh, I don't know, like that kind of in-depth in the mind of, maybe that's what we could call it, in the mind of, uh, you know, something or, you know, maybe at me or uh, DM me some, some ideas for that project for Will and I. Um, we've got that going on. I've got the, uh, my YouTube channel, which is the, uh, the Barncat Barncast, uh, over, uh, where we'll be streaming videos and looking forward to getting some of these, uh, TTS, uh, cut games. Um, that's, you know, coming up next week when we kind of get into the, the elimination rounds and everything for everybody. So, yep. um, really looking forward to be able to cover that stuff. Uh, you know, rotating co-commentary and then. I am probably long overdue uh, to finishing up uh, part two of uh, the Great Defrosting uh, for the guys over at uh, StrikeBetterPodcast.com, uh, mm-hmm. where I uh, intend to be doing some some writing. But I've fallen in love with all these other forms of media and content that I have just dropped the ball on the mm-hmm. writing and uh, juggling so many different little projects <laughs> that. Uh, oh, I, don't I you know, know that? <laughs> right? Um, you know, so it's one of those things where it's like, gosh, I really need to finish that article. And then, like, you know, the standard changes, and then all these models dropped, and I'm like, 
well, this is a completely different landscape than where I started from. And like the second part of the article was supposed to be about like affiliations and matchups form. Mm-hmm. And it's just a radically different landscape for, for yeah. both of those things. So uh, obviously I need to finish that. I, I, at this point, I think the game's kind of, it's kind of restabilized again after the shakeup of, uh, of the doomsday from, uh, from the standard change. Um, and Doom and... Kitty. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think that's being overblown personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he he can certainly be oppressive, but so can any you know uh, character with a good amount of a dice pool. I mean, uh, our boy Ant Man could be you know pretty fucking oppressive if he's hitting his six dice builders and he's a three threat. Like mm-hmm. so, um, you know if you get hot dice with the you know the Liger, uh, I don't know. Like I said, he's. I really tried to behave when I was on with Will, because uh, uh, I I just think the thing's an abomination. Like it's a uh, it's this is mashed together monstrosity. It's like Frankenstein's monster, except they put it on a tiger with wings, and it's like an oversized tiger. It's like this place has this thing has no place in nature. This is a liger. This is what happens when you know. Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but you got the Tigons and Ligers, but this is the one that has, like, really bad health and is, like, an unhealthy creature because it grows too large and it suffers its entire life and just is awful. That's what that's what this Malekith thing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some, I don't know, dorky-looking elf riding around on it, of course. Uh, which, apparently, like, I had heard that like at least in the comics that he's carrying around like the black knight sword now so he's got that going for him but yeah. uh but yeah so uh the ebony blade that's what it is yeah. uh um so I, I i don't know uh he's a little bit overblown mm-hmm. but i i, I once i kind of came to terms with the fact that you know he's like a thanos uh except thanos's things that he does are a lot more guaranteed yeah uh you know, but it, it, it's like a Hulk out there, except the things that Hulk does uh, can be a lot more guaranteed. Um, and you, you just, for like six plus threat models, like you have to have a plan for him. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to play against him in a competitive setting. And yeah. he's just no different than any of those other ones. I mean, you even have to have a plan against Dormammu. Like, I, you know, he, he can do a lot of really interesting things, especially because everybody's so busy saying he's bad or whatever like does Malekith make him kind of look bad comparatively and does Thanos like yeah <laughs> because you know Malekith is like you know like I think he's a, a good seven threat even though they don't exist right uh, and depending on which of the iterations of Thanos you're popping out there uh, he's a good eight threat like the space and mind is still ridiculous good yeah Power mind is still ridiculously good. Like, uh, I don't, I haven't played against this uh, gentleman yet, but uh, Pat Dunford from Across the Bifrost, right? He's running a Guardians of the Galaxy list that is featuring a space and reality Thanos. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yeah. need no freaking restricted cards. He went six and zero over in Europe, right? And yeah. uh, you know, I've I've heard, you know, he's a pretty good player uh, from. The good players that I know, people like Morgan and Hyper Viper and Sooner and all those guys, like, yep. like oh, Pat's real good. Well, yeah, it's a good eight threat. So you know, mm-hmm. you just have to have a bit of a plan for him. For sure. 
And if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. You can join this discord, which Barncat is now in, uh, by joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexa White. Uh, and on this discord, you get to see me ramble about TV, talk about weird new tech I'm developing, and check out my custom uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol project where I'm making a versus Capcom expansion because... I'm that type of nerd. That actually sounds pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And then also on that Patreon, you get the bonus episodes where I have me and a guest come and talk about TV or movies. Uh, soon enough, uh, by the time this episode has come out, I will have an episode with the wonderful, wonderful Kyle Clark talking about Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which for those that don't know is the most recent Resident Evil films. <laughs> and is fucking amazing and terrible at the same time in true b-horror fashion you know <laughs> yeah uh count me in i look if the action is is a little bit over the top uh and you get a couple of good jump scenes out of it i don't really give a shit what else is going on like i'm fine with it yeah um and both me and Kyle are big Resident Evil fans, so you'll probably hear a lot of Resident Evil talk on that episode. So that is going to be a whole lot of fun. And then I have more stuff in the works, but nothing to specifically call out right now. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been great to have you on. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you so much. Like, uh, I love... You know, going out of your way to to find these these misfit characters, right? These downtrodden uh, members of the dredges of society, the the sewer people of uh, Crisis Protocol. But I I really think uh, honestly that there are so many models in this game that have a ton of play. Uh, there's probably, yeah. like I said, there's the one that I I'm not so sure on, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to beat up on her anymore. This isn't the beat up Viper podcast. It's like the exact opposite of that, right? So, Well, I, uh, I, I was just going to make the comment of we shall see in about three months if she's found a firm home in Hydra or not. You honestly might. I, I think that's uh, that's a thing, right? Yeah, so, I think it's a thing too. <laughs> it's, it's because of like podcasts like this and like, you know, the effort of like people to go out of their way to innovate and and find things right like it's one thing to just say that something's not good by taking a look at it and like if you have the time like take some of these models out and put them on the table like i know common sense like as far as this little roster that we've created would say lizard over taskmaster like all day every day mm -hmm. but it's like like i think taskmaster's got some play here well and, I and like I think let's let's see what we can do with it. You know? I think the fact that Taskmaster is affiliated actually helps him a lot in this list. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, I like as we were talking about it, he came up as like he's all affiliated three that we want in this scenario because we're playing Kingpin a fair bit. Well, especially on like if we use him in the secures that we've got, yeah. right? Uh, having him out here on a B uh, or an F shape. Right. Uh, and he's going to be fantastic on scoundrels, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, and so, yeah, you know, um, there's I think there's a lot of play for people like that. Um, you know, I I think Ant-Man is is one of the most underrated characters in the game. And 
you know, been talking a fair amount about them and like having yeah. an opportunity to come up on your platform and, and talk about them too. It's friggin' awesome, you know, yep. but it is a bummer to have to put black cat in there and winter soldier and hood. Everybody knows those ones are good, but yes, I, uh, I, I will continue to fight. Well, while she did not fit quite into this list this week, I will continue my fight to get, to have people respect agent widow the way she is deserved to be respected. I, man, uh, she, oof, uh, I know she fits somewhere, uh, and I, maybe I've got, did you have an episode on her yet? I've had a couple episodes on her at this point. <laughs> okay. I might have to give one of those a listen to see, like, what I, sort of a symmetry that, that creates that doesn't involve, like, a, a professional's, like, Clint Barton, right? Well, so it's, it's, the thing I think it is, is she scores UVP out of scenario. Yeah. And that is so powerful in this game. I wonder if it was somebody that was telling me that uh, she was really good with Black Order. Yeah, she she has potential in Black Order. My favorite Black Order splash is still Bob. It might have been... Uh, ooh, yeah. No, that's a good idea, too. Um, <laughs> I love Bob nowadays. I love him a ton in uh, Malekith Cabal. I mean, that's just a good time right there. Uh, but... I think it was Hyper Viper that had found the the Black Order. He was running a Thanos Winter Soldier and Agent Widow at fourteen. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, it, honestly, he said it was like legitimately really good, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, he's he's a better player than I am. I've yeah. played against him a few times, and he's just solid. And, uh, um. That's I. I'm trying to think of any other place where I could think about that working. And like, I think the Thanos Black Order home for while being a bit wacky, uh, it might be the best one. I I, I do think she has some play in a pure Shadowlands list because uh, she is a rapid fire character that gets those weevils and has the automatic rapid fire, not a trigger rapid fire. <laughs> And then okay. she gets them VP off of what they're doing. I also think she has a home in Shield where she's affiliated. I know she's contesting Two Point Widow, but I just I think she's very good. I also think she's a great mutant madman person because she is uh, good defense and stealth. Yeah, yeah. So it's I think she has a lot of good factors to her. No, I do too. Um, <laughs> I you know. To get more, you know, like on the theme of the cast, and again, thanks for for having me. But like, it's it's one of those things you find these models, and it's like they don't necessarily feel like they have a home. Like for me, Space Mall is that guy. It's like I still probably wouldn't put him in Black Order. Mm -hmm. Uh but man, he's awesome in Guardians. He's awesome in X Men. He's you know fantastic in Wakanda. You know, and so many different little places. You know, he's the only range six threat. And if you've got a spot for that, you know, in the right rosters, it's awesome, right? Yeah. And, like, but he doesn't fit in his, like, home affiliation. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, the same thing with, like, Ant-Man. It's, like, he's literally better in probably, you know, three to four other affiliations that are not Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it's just wild. It's like, uh, it, it's almost, you know, like if Lizard wasn't so solid and consistent, you know, uh, you know, and like off the last episode that you had, like, personally, if I'm running Spider-Foes, like my three-threaded choice is Auk, 
Right? Yeah, I um, love Auk. Because he's he's the damage guy. So mm-hmm. uh Lizard's not like a damage dude. So I, I think honestly, even though, you know, he's great there and like if you just go sit him on the side of the board, just let him do his lizard stuff. But you know, he's not my my go to uh out of the affiliated threes there and but he fits everywhere else. Oh yeah. yeah. So good times. Once again, thank you for coming onto the cast. And everyone at home, keep experimenting, people.